0: Podcast episode 15. I'm Travis Shadon, and with me as always is Spencer
1: Maddox. That's right, Trav. Today we got a big episode. MLB, NHL, MLB all coming back, or at least they're unveiling plans in the next couple weeks. Uh, we've got big, big news on the video game front. Uh, we'll get to that later, but first, huge news. Huge, dude. But first, the match, man. That was probably one of the best novel, one off. Sporting events I I've ever seen. I, yeah. The match two. The match two, to be specific.
0: Yeah, because who knows how many there will be. Tiger Woods, the GOAT, uh, Peyton Manning showing some uh, skills on the course and off the course. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was like pretty solid, I thought, with the banter all the way around, but just everything I thought. And, you know, people, like, we're recording, uh, you know, this for May 29th and. Right. It happened last sunday so people have already like kind of given all their takes but I, I think generally most people were pleased with everything about it and it could have gone the other way like last it's, it's not just because tiger and phil were in it right because last time they did it, it was sort of a snooze fest anyway, yeah. and it was pay-per-view and so this one they raised 20 over 20 million dollars it was the most watched golf event of all time it was nuts. Think about, think about that. 5.8 million average viewers. That's more than a standard uh, NBA Finals game. Not like the bigger elimination games, obviously. Yeah. Not even close. But a lower level, like... Uh, it's definitely
1: you know, more than MLB playoffs. It's,
0: it was more than uh, the Sugar Bowl last year. Uh, so a New Year's Six College football Bowl Bowl. Uh, and the most watched golf event of all time on the heels of 2019 Tiger at the Masters. 2018 Tiger at Eastlake. Right. Uh, the Ryder Cup. All the Ryder Cups. All the President's Cups. Uh, Jack's final round. I mean, all these things.
1: And and this was it.
0: Tom Brady and Pigman were involved in the... Charles Barkley was involved in the, was in, the, in the most watched awesome. golfing of all time. This
1: shit was awesome. Uh, and you're right. It easily could have gone the other way. I texted you, I think, on like the fourth or fifth hole. And I was like, man, this sucks. And you said you were glued into it. But then it quickly, quickly turned. I mean
0: because well, I kept reminding myself, remember what we talked about last episode, that the first nine, and it didn't even take the first nine for it to turn around, but I, I kept saying like, okay, the first nine is going to be pretty generic. I mean, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady are not really going to be involved here. Yeah. And Peyton Manning was hitting some greens. Uh, like It seemed like every time that he was in the fairway, no matter how far away it was. He I was think
1: there. they used one or two of Peyton's holes. And right, then and they then they of used... course
0: it all turned around. Like Tom Brady, I... I was, he was, Kobe. but he was getting absolutely buried
1: yeah. by the internet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh,
0: guys were popping out of left view. Russell Wilson. Uh, I still don't believe he has a six handicap. I don't think either one of them. Let's get into that in a second, but yeah. I, I mean, how crazy, how shitty are you doing when celebrities and dudes are calling in asking, <laughs> can I talk to you guys on the air? I'm trying to give away money. If, <laughs> if this guy could find a green." 50000 Bro- for the kids, Tom,
1: Brooks if you Kefka. hit the green, and he goes into the marsh. Brooks Koepka was hilarious, dude. The he second, was funny. Russell Wilson was funny. Uh, the second he calls in and offers $100,000 if Tom can par, Brady birdies out from, like, what, a buck 50 out?
0: And then did you see what Peyton Manning said a couple holes, or the, the, I think the next hole?
1: Yeah, he was like, Is, do you get it because it's a birdie? It's not a par. Yeah.
0: And Brady, that's exactly what I was thinking. Almost Brady was like... No, you're not going to pull that out. He, he was like, no, 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 no. Like, he was like, I'll walk off right now.
1: Basically. You're going to take $100,000 away from Corona just because it's not a, it's not a bar, uh, par, it's a birdie? Yeah. What do you think about the shorts, man? Uh, That's the first thing I noticed.
0: I, I thought I was good with it. Like, I mean, I don't have strong takes anymore about it. Like, I just really? don't, I don't know if I don't. Uh,
1: you're a big anti-shorts guy on the golf course. I, I, in the- okay, think about
0: this. If it was Sunday at Augusta.
1: Yeah. It's weird. It's different, right? Yeah.
0: Okay, so then we talk about there's different levels, but maybe it's something like non majors, Thursdays and Fridays.
1: We awesome. allow shorts. You don't have to. It was weird to my eyes the second I saw it. I'm
0: not sure that I don't want any kind of clothing to be mandatory in golf. Mandatory. I I agree with a lim- like not allowing certain things. Like you should not allow backwards hats, but you should not make it mandatory to wear a hat yeah right so like it, it, what a guy wears below his waist I, I could care less about i mean i know phil mickelson was pumped
1: yeah i thought it, i thought what it was hilarious what
0: weirdo what fucking weirdo phil, phil mickelson is that video before the round it, it was so weird hellacious seeds <laughs> hellacious is r word <awkward. laughs> That's Brian Simmons, way. When he said... This guy gets cast, He thinks he can just do whatever he wants. He thinks he can just call. Out yeah. And then what does Tiger do? Just go out and piss
1: BBs all over the course. Tiger looks so much better than Phil the entire day. Dude, how... Uh, but Phil had the best piece, piece of shit talk. Bar none. That, that one... I had my coffee. I'm going to activate the calves and step on this. I'm using that from now on every round I play. Okay. Until I forget about it. So That's
0: on it. I'll call the other... Uh, awesome Phil shit talking moment was Tiger is uh, on the green. Phil is in the rough from... And he's got an iron. Yeah. And... Or maybe even a wedge. But, like, he's got an approach, but it's a, a decent ways away. And he, t- he asked Tiger to go there and mark the ball. And Tiger's like, I'm not marking that. I'm not going up there and mark the ball. Like, Over 100 yards. <laughs> and Phil was like, all right, if I hit it, you're going to give me the hole. And, and, and Phil was like, all right, if you hit it, I'll get, you win the hole. And he almost... Phil almost hit the ball. Like, looking back, Tiger should have marked the ball. Yeah. How crazy is that? Yo, go mark your ball. I'm about to, I'm about to, like, land on right on his dome. Right here on the green. And Tiger's like, fuck you. I'm not doing it. And he almost domed it. Then Brady out of nowhere. Like, out of nowhere.
1: I liked, I liked the, uh, the bit of gamesmanship that they had where, uh, Tiger's sitting over a par putt just about. Three inches past Peyton's ball. Peyton's putting for birdie. uh, Tiger's putting for par. And Phil just goes, Tiger, that's good. So we can't give, you know, uh, Manning a line. I thought that was awesome. I I never would have thought of that, and that's so awesome.
0: That is. And, like, you know, Mickelson was way more involved with Brady. Oh, yeah. Tiger didn't say shit. But even all that felt like it worked. It felt like Brady wanted what he was getting. From Phil, And some dudes are like that on the golf course. Like I'm like that. I'm tripping the whole time. I'm like asking, you know, what does this look like? What does my swing look like? Exactly. I mean, the kinda, exact opposite of me. Because I'm just like, that's how I stay comfortable. I'm like that in all sports. Like, I yeah. can't stop talking. It's annoying as shit. But like, that's how I say relax. And I feel like Peyton was almost the same way. Like he was just going to be talking, whereas Tigers was following behind him, you know, like not really saying much. Yeah. And Brady's literally asking Phil, and Phil's telling him the line. Phil's telling him where to, like, ship the ball as if Brady has the ability. This guy can't even find the course. And Phil's telling him how to roll up and ship.
1: People, people keep saying that, like, they, they are shitting on Brady, and I did say there's no way Brady's a six handicap.
0: I thought, I tweeted hashtag Tom Brady uh, right before that,
1: and, like, there's no way you can sum up somebody's golf game, especially somebody who's not a professional in eighteen holes of golf, especially with all those cameras on them though. Like well, we don't uh, know if Tigers uh, I mean, excuse me, if Brady's like really a six handicap or not.
0: Okay, so let's we can talk about let's talk I've learned a lot about handicaps of late. True. Because when I watch it, I'm like
1: there's You're a big no, handicap guy. Well
0: there's no way he's that, right? Is what I'm thinking. Yeah. But I, I think I'm backtracking on that because here's the thing the handicap index is not measure of your most off of of the score you most often shoot it is what's your the ability that you have to go low at least once every five times what's that number what's the consistently low number what's the best you can get to so i don't doubt that brady could go out and and and
1: you know shoot a 78 79 yeah push an
0: 80 with like a on like a two or three slope course like I don't doubt that. But he is going to go out and shoot 95s as well. Oh, yeah. I think Peyton is always shooting 88 to 90. Or like always... You know what I mean? Or like he's 85 such a, to 88. He's like.
1: such a gamer, dude. Man? Yeah. But he's let, such let, let's a gamer. But forget
0: that he could have buried the match on... I think it was 17. That's right. He could have won it. And it was like uh probably like a five-footer. Maybe less. And it didn't touch the hole. And I, at that moment, I'm thinking... Oh no, Peyton Manning, big game, big moment. Crumbles, dude. Tom Brady watching him, staring at him. Yeah, gets him once. Manning hasn't had pressure like this since like the final take of a nationwide commercial where they're like, "All right, Peyton, you got one more shot." Nationwide is on
1: your side. All shucks, I'm Peyton. Dude, I thought I kind of thought Phil and Tom got hosed a little bit. On eight? I texted you whenever that happened. The handicap or uh, the stroke thing? Yeah. Why on a par three?
0: I think they do it by, they do it by the toughest holes, but really, uh, Brady was getting three strokes, uh, you know, like, or getting a stroke on three different holes, as was Manning. Yeah. Really, if we're going to do it right, like, that's assuming Mickelson and, and Woods are playing at a zero handicap. They are not. They are not playing at a scratch handicap. No. Okay, so they really should have gotten probably four and a half, five. If you really wanted to make them a, a factor. And I don't think that they were that concerned with making them a factor no, early.
1: They were they were there as like a side show.
0: And sh- that's how they got their hard. feet wet because they were both terrified. Brady and or were <laughs> on number one. It was you awesome. thought so? dude, they are you kidding me? It was like First off, the wag was on the tee. Yeah. Second off, you notice how the camera wasn't on them when they were
1: teeing the ball up? The body language didn't look good, but the words seemed loose, if nothing else. It seemed, I mean, obviously, they've well, been the Well, you had in Samuel L.
0: there laying the track and laying the intros, so that took some pressure off. But here's the thing. Phil and Tiger are already out there before Manning and Brady tee off on one. And you know right off the rip, there ain't no way in hell Brady and Manning are going to factor this hole. Ain't gonna happen. So they can just swing freely, and they both did, and found like the Martian shit. It was awesome right off the rip. You got Brady doesn't know where to drop. Manny's trying to find his ball. Tiger and Phil are hundred yards up in the fairway. They're having to walk back. Uh Trevor Animalman on the broadcast can't figure out how to describe to Brady where to drop. Chuck's chiming in. It was Justin the, Thomas as well. It was the perfect. It was, mix of chaos. It was yeah.
1: It was the perfect kind of circus. It could have been such a bad circus, but it was the perfect kind of circus. It made for great TV. Speaking of that, speaking of JT and Chuck, who's your MVP for that broadcast?
0: For for the entire broadcast? Yeah.
1: I probably oh, Justin Thomas. He killed it, dude. Calling Colin Charles Barkley a fat ass is what everyone in America wanted him to do in that moment. Mm-hmm. That is fucking priceless, and no one will ever get that chance again outside of Shaq.
0: And in classic Chuck fashion, uh, he just had one off the top. He did, had, dude. He had a response ready. He like, did. And, and just like... A little bit of wit, a little bit of self-deprecation. That's so frustrating. Just man. the right mixture, dude. It's and he was like, "Hey, you can't, you can't call me fat on national TV." Like, and Justin Thomas, was like, it's my first day.
1: <laughs> it's so fr- that type Charles. Everybody knows like a Charles Barkley kind of shit talker. That is so frustrating that they're the loudest person in the room. And then whenever you put it back on them, they're like, "Oh, you are right." Did they Lower-
0: receive it with the softest hands. Yeah, man. Fuck
1: that. Dude. You have to say so- you have to say
0: soft when receiving blows,
1: dude. I think it pisses me off so much because I'm completely incapable of that. Like, I'm either, I'm either, like, uh, brush it off or completely ignore you or I'm pissed for the rest of the night and that's oh, all it, I Oh, or it about.
0: sets in and yeah, starts to dude. grow, yeah. Yeah. Those are my favorite kind of feuds with you because, not between me and you, but just to watch you kind of silently, like, dwell on some <sighs> like, someone's story being your pride spot or something, like, a week later. You're still thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, you've dude. already, f- you know, found out their weaknesses and like, <laughs> like, their backstory <laughs> and everything and, like, they'll
1: never take a spot for me, you. Know? Oh, fuck no, dude. <laughs> Um, I'm plotting on him.
0: uh, I I thought uh, like everything about the broadcast was well done in terms of they didn't overdo coronavirus. No, they didn't. Like they only brought up. That's tough to do because you got to bring.
1: Like they didn't say these uncertain times once, dude. And I'm devastated. I'm, I'm always listening for it. They didn't say it once. And they only brought it up when the, in the times when they should have, when they're talking about money. And I thought that was great because I'm so sick of hearing the, about the fucking coronavirus, dude.
0: Um, Anything else from this actual match? Because I wanted to kind of talk about where we go from here. Like, the success of this.
1: Yeah. Clearly, it breeds more of these, right? Uh,
0: like, without a doubt, there will be the match three.
1: Yeah. You, you, they don't bring back Tom and Peyton, though. So I've I've seen things you know, where they want to bring in like guys like Steph Curry, like actually really good golfers. Steph Curry Listen,
0: my I, roommate and I, yeah. Houston and I said that night, Sunday night, before any of the talk shows Monday. Where do you go from here? It's probably you would think Major League Baseball out of the question. Not enough star power. You want you you probably want to find at least one active if you're going with the same formula you went through for with number two, one active legend, one inactive legend, they both got to be pretty solid at golf. Steph Curry and Michael Jordan fit the quota better than anyone in the world. That would be so
1: awesome. You and those were the exact 5.8 names?
0: million people watched Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. If Michael Jordan is mic'd up walking through the grocery store yeah, for an hour... That's gonna get five point eight off the rip.
1: Yeah. No if you put him and Tiger
0: Woods together for four hours mic'd up,
1: and Steph probably I don't know better what golfer. I would do. I don't know what I would do. Step Curry's probably the better golfer between us. So him and that's me. why he goes with Phil? So he goes with Phil. <laughs> exactly. Oh man.
0: It'd be insane. Oh, that's content now, for
1: days. I mean, we could break that up longer than we did the, the last dance. We uh, could we talk would about that for ten that for
0: Everything it was worth. Dude. Uh but here's the thing. What would we give
1: up for it? I'm thinking like I'd give up a
0: digit. Would, would you give a pinky? up a No. Would you give up golf for the rest of the year? No problem, dude. I watch fucking no masters.
1: Tournament. Oh no, no, I'm not giving up the masters. No, not for not for MJ on the course. Would you give up the NHL playoffs? Yes, without a doubt. Fuck the Bruins. I don't think dude. they're a playoffs.
0: Actually, they're not called the playoffs. That's a decent, Stanley Cup. Decent segue there because they don't know who the fuck's gonna play
1: in the NHL playoffs. No, they do not.
0: Uh, that's a wild nor, card.
1: Nor do they in the NBA, which is fascinating.
0: The NBA is a crapshoot. And all of these leagues have released in the last week, MLB, NBA, NHL, some sort of plan. Right? The MLB is kind of separate, and we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, that's not really all that related to coronavirus. It is at its core, but... at a a higher level and at the most immediate level it's
1: about players versus owners. Yeah. Uh, So that's a different conversation. They're treating it it like a CBA, correct?
0: Right. Which was coming up after this next year anyway. So things like DHN in both leagues that was going to come up pace of play issues and then revenue sharing. Right. Okay. There you go. Those three things are coming up right now. So players are not going to agree to shit. It's going to harm them 12 months from now and whatever they agree on now is likely Only going to be in place for a short period of time, right? So the owners have no leverage,
1: in baseball. And man, they came hot, dude.
0: They they offered them essentially, uh, you know, if you are making ten dollars an hour at a store and and you you've always wanted to have the title of assistant manager with no uh, raise, they came back and their first offer the owners was, we're going to give you ten dollars an hour and we're not gonna uh, give you that title. And then now the owners are saying, okay, we're not giving you the title, now you get $8 an hour. And if you make $11 an hour, you, you only get seven. And so the players are like, what the fuck just happened here? Yeah. What just happened here? And I get it, but here's the thing, the players are gonna have to make concessions, they're not gonna make as much money. The owners are not gonna make as much money. And I don't know, I'm not convinced that either side is going to be okay with that, and that I don't, I don't, understand, I
1: don't understand because the players have contracts already, right? Like uh, Bryce, will not be honored. Bryce, they're not going to be honored.
0: Not, not this year.
1: Not this year. Okay. So that's what the issue will is. Will not make
0: thirty million. That's today. the
1: issue. That didn't happen. Though. Okay. I
0: think the players are good with that. Okay. But here's the thing: a player making one million dollars this year, okay, was going to make about five hundred fifty thousand on a prorated deal. Players were good with that. Okay. The owners want that the one, owners
1: just swooped in and said they
0: want that one million dollar player who was already slated to make only five fifty. They want him to share revenue. So he, he gets not five fifty, he gets what like on the on the sliding scale he's gonna get basically like it would be like two seventy something.
1: Can't be done. It's not gonna happen. And just right off so it.
0: but then now imagine someone like Bryce Harper. A $30 million player is going to make $7 million? No chance. Twenty-three So a player like Max Scherzer who came out against it really hard is like, you can view him however you want. And you can come with all this stuff and all these memes about how there are all these jobless people and they don't want to hear about millionaires complaining about their money. You don't get it.
1: Yeah. If you were in their position, you'd do the same exact exact thing. Anybody would. Uh, it's ridiculous. You can't lose that much money, especially to a billionaire.
0: And, you know, no one has a favorite owner. You don't walk around with uh, the owner's name on the back of your jersey with your little foam finger and say, you know, Liberty Media is number one. The owner of the Braves. Fuck Liberty Media. No, you, you walk around with Freddie Freeman and Ozzie Albies and retro
1: number eight, Javi Lopez. That's what you...
0: Those those are the people that... you
1: always manage to work in Javi on this podcast. He deserves it. love it. He deserves it. Shout out
0: Julio Turan as well. If you're going to be obsessed with the game and love the players and call them your heroes, this is the time where they need to be treated like heroes. But they do an awful job, first off, the Players Association, of trying to spin it a little bit. You know what I mean? Get your message out there. Try to tell the fans what you're doing because right now, the conversation is not about what's actually happening.
1: Without veering too far, of course, staying on topic here, if you had to pick uh, one of the two, MLB or NBA, to play in this calendar year, which would you pick right like, now?
0: Like most likely?
1: Most likely, yeah.
0: Not what I want the
1: most. Not what you want the most. Most likely. To me, it seems like the NBA. That's a really good question. The NBA, I think it seems like the NBA. The NBA, I mean, they're dead set on playing That's not the good. rest. Yeah. That ain't good. That ain't good, especially with the MLB hasn't played a single game yet. You know what I mean? NBA has played most of, they've already gotten a good bit of their revenue in. That's crazy. They're, they're literally just continuing to play for the revenue in the playoffs, which obviously is astronomical, but also for, a champion i mean for competitive reasons that's the main reason they want to continue the season correct the nba yeah
0: right yeah and i think the only problem with the nba and i say problem
1: whereas uh, the are not to talk about
0: corona at all like everyone's had those problems good yeah luck, good luck to your friends trying to figure that shit out how to sanitize and keep everyone clean and test everyone good luck with all that i
1: don't know how that and the happen. nba's got an easier job of that because they they pretty much have ten It's between five and ten games that they want to play before the regular season's over with, or scrap the regular season and then move straight into the playoffs.
0: They're scrapping the regular season because guys are not coming back. I I don't think so. Guys are not coming back to play. Ain't gonna happen.
1: I don't think so. And here's why: you have if there's going to be some either a play into the playoffs, or there's going to be like a round robin deal where you involve all thirty teams. Something is going to happen because you can't just screw. Like in the West, there's ten ten, nine, eight. They're right. all within three or four games of each other and there was ten games to be played. And
0: that's gonna be in balance here. And what I think is gonna end up being is gonna be the eighteen East.
1: The eighteen East gets knocked off?
0: No, the Orlando East. would riot. The eighteen East is go is gonna they're gonna have eight out of the East go. Yeah. Right? And right. then in don't the have West a in the West, they're gonna have Teams that have clinched, and then they're going to have a slot of probably four to maybe, and then maybe throw in the ninth in the Eastern Conference in there as well. And it's going to be some sort of pool play right there to get the five, six, seven, eight. And then once the playoffs begin, or whatever they call it, the showdown, or yeah, once that begins, there will be no Eastern and Western Conference.
1: Right? That would be really interesting. You're
0: going to have one way to get to get the field in, and then once the field's in. You're gonna have a
1: different way to see them. The reason the reason I disagree
0: first, though, you got to get that right.
1: Right. The reason I disagree, and I only disagree for one reason. And to be clear, I don't give a shit how they. Yeah. I mean, I I think how they might. It doesn't matter. Like they honestly could jump into the playoffs. It's gonna be an asterisk no matter what. It doesn't fucking matter who the eighth seed in the in the West is gonna be. It only matters for that one team in that one city. It doesn't matter for competitive reasons. Or you know what I mean? Well,
0: you got guys that are like.
1: But they're, it's the, money. Yeah, it's money. And the thing is the they are ten games. Well. If they if they play ten more regular season games, whether it's the Warriors, the, the Hawks are actually the closest. And the Hawks have came out and said that they are pro finishing the season. And see I But they're ten games away I... from uh completing their contracts with their local T V providers. They're they're <laughs> that close. And that's a big, big incentive.
0: And see the NBA would have to would they would have to step in and help.
1: Yeah. With local TV
0: contracts. Another unprecedented thing. All this is unprecedented, though. Absolutely. Uh, but I- I'm curious as to how the money is going to work here. I'm thinking of Las Vegas, and I'm thinking of contract incentives. There are incentives that say if my team makes the playoffs, I get X number dollars. Those are scattered
1: throughout the league. If I had to bet... I would because say
0: there's incentives if you average X number of points per game. We're gonna
1: we're, gonna, we're gonna hear all that shit within the next two weeks as it as it pertains to the NBA. The players almost always win, almost always in the NBA. It's it's not you know
0: they it's not like win. the
1: it's not like the MLB where the owners have a good amount of power. You know what I mean? NBA already it's such a star driven league and they.
0: But they're gonna have their their players association is gonna have to agree on whatever yeah, the NBA comes with. Of course. And they're they're going to look at the money and how the revenue is gonna be split.
1: And, and the players will come, come out favorably, I promise you that.
0: I one think so too. No. I hope so.
1: Yeah. I hope so. Uh I don't give a shit one way or the other. It's just uh, it's, I hope they agree that's or, precedent, I hope they agree you know? on it. Yeah.
0: Um I think the Las Vegas shit is super interesting to me, dude. Things like long term bets like uh um, you know, will so and so, uh, win the MVP? If I bet, uh, you know, 150 to one. Yeah. The, the so, I mean, say like Westbrook. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't be 151, but it's like someone, someone like that who may have been in the running. That's all gone now. So where
1: does that money, like, does Vegas just pocket the money? Well, they're, they're going to name an MVP, right? They have to. You can't. I don't know. Giannis averaged averaged 30 and 14 a game. He was the runaway. I mean, it wasn't going to be close. But the MVP would have
0: already been announced by now, right?
1: Yeah. So when do you announce it? Wait, you announce it if you've decided that the regular— Once you announce if the regular season's over, then you would have voting on the MVP, and it would, you know—in my mind, that's what I would do if I was, you know, sports writers, if I was, the you know, the party Uh, Now,
0: what if I bet that the Spurs will make the playoffs— and what if the Spurs win that pool game, that pool tournament, to sneak in, and it's not called the playoffs? It's called the twenty twenty NBA tournament.
1: That's tough, man.
0: There's got to be millions of things like
1: like and Vegas isn't in the habit of giving people their money back. You know fuck what I mean? No. Yeah. Yeesh, dude. Fuck no. Yeesh.
0: Um, I all of that's gonna have to get worked
1: out. Imagine, imagine if you took the Hawks at like. 2500 to make the playoffs. And there's there's a playoff format, a play-in, and they get Clint Capella, and they win four games in a row and make the playoffs, and you make $2,500 off of your $100 bet.
0: I mean, are there not also bets that could be like, we would twenty games?
1: Oh, yeah. There's there's the over-under on games, which I think it was put at 29 and a half, and they're not close. They're not but I mean, there's got no, no,
0: no, to be teams that were approaching their over-under with yeah. 10 games to go. Oh, yeah. What you gotta do you do? all that shit fascinates me uh, and again good luck with the people that This
1: it's so unprecedented has there ever been a time when when bets like that like long term futures bets were scratched and given back I don't think so I mean it's all of this really is
0: unprecedented a, most of the things I see throughout sports are like this hasn't happened since and it almost always goes back to World War II but like what am I going to do like break down the similarities between this and World War II yeah I mean. I'm a, like a World War One guy and everyone knows that about me. Dude. I don't fucking know shit. You about. always have been. I don't know shit about World War USA II You guys have both of them, back to back chairs Uh I am so fucking obsessed with NCAA football, dude. Like I got the NCAA football video game for Xbox 360 and you know, and yeah. some of my other close friends know, I worked my ass off to get that game.
1: Uh, yeah, so explain that process to me and explain why that's important because NCAA hasn't been made Since in a few years. 2014. 2014. And I'm guessing it was like impossible to get 2014.
0: 2014 was going for like online you could do like buy it now or get it on Amazon for like 130, 140, 150. <laughs> this is for Xbox 360. <laughs> Uh,
1: For a six-year-old game.
0: So I worked my way back. I was like, fuck, let's look at 2013. <laughs> cut two. I got down to 2011, and I secured the one with Tim Tebow on the cover. Never will you ever see a player work harder And I will work harder this year. Work harder. Tim Tebow. Jesus Christ. He's not even hitting 2-0-2. Jeez, dude.
1: He's hit some bombs, though. And Jordan hit, you some- know,
0: Jordan hit that miraculous 202, the greatest 202 of all time. Uh, the NCAA football game is so, right, so- na- it's so nasty, dude. So I had to order it online. I ordered it uh, about a month and a half ago. I received it in the mail two weeks later and it was not NCAA football, friend. It was some game with wizards, oh, yeah. wizards and dungeons and, and <laughs> ghouls and goblins and some bullshit. <laughs> So like our friend larry would be it too like yeah. something really nerdy okay and Fucking slam larry take I, that listen at that point in time i was like i'm this isn't even gonna work for me like it's not it's not meant to be i went on a long walk contemplated things like what am i gonna do right now because <laughs> i was so stoked to just stared at something serene well just, just thought about it yeah and like put on like a uh, like waterfall podcast or something <laughs> Waterfall. i'm picturing <laughs> you just sitting by a lake don't go chasing ncaa you know what i did though i i was like pissed off and not around my house where the game was where that bullshit game was there was not ncaa and i was like oh shit what if they sent me the game inside of that case and no so wherever i was i dipped I went home I was like like, you idiot this is gonna be and I went home and it was it had the manual and everything it was the goons and goblins game the ghouls and goblins and I was fucking even more pissed
1: (laughs) so what have you been playing have you been playing like the french you know the dynasty mode yeah where are you at in that process alright so you said you were at UNLV right I went to
0: UNLV I find a one or a two star team anyone that you gotta work your way up anyone you can't that just came up with right us a, who like
1: knows the franchise grind yeah you and can't you just speak. jump right into a blue program it's and
0: hard. i love i'll sit in front of the tv for hours and just recruit on a video game and that says probably more about me oh, and God. you know that sounds so mind-numbing and yeah and my vision is awful so i get my little chair yeah, and i it right up to the tv dude and i'm telling you right now my thumbs are legitimately sore because last week I finally got the actual game in and it came in with the case and everything. And I'm <laughs> fucking stoked. Right now, UNLV, two years in, we got a three-year extension on the contract. I decided to accept it. Uh, we have worked our way from a one-star prestige to a three-star prestige. Uh, working on a big-time five-star defensive end recruit right now. Working mostly with three and four stars. Uh, trying to find some JUCO recruits and scheduling tough. What else are we going to do?
1: Just keep me updated, man. I'm I'm fascinated by this.
0: Well, you know I will and I will also continue uh probably not having any sex while I do <laughs> it. dude, I mean I'm kind of good with it. Again, that probably says more about me and uh how much I miss sports. I miss sports. The,
1: the thing is, man, the biggest we haven't even talked about the biggest news in sports yet. Mac <sighs> McClump. Big Mac. Our boy. Yeah. He's going to Texas, dude. Now Texas Tech. Now te- you calling the great white hope.
0: Uh, I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this podcast, you obviously like sports, you tell me the last... Who's the greatest white basketball player to ever play at Georgetown?
1: Other than Kevin... Oh, excuse me. Georgetown. Man, I almost worked in Kevin Herder there.
0: Who's the greatest white player to ever play at Georgetown? Now i answer mm-hmm. this. Who's another white player to ever play at Georgetown? Period.
1: Can't name him.
0: I'll let that just sit where it is. I'm not going to go Clown. further than that, but... Mac McClung was a white guy that Patrick Ewing signed to go to Georgetown. Oh, fuck Patrick Ewing. So if you don't think this guy's good, M-A-C, Mac, M-C-C-L-U-N-G, look up this guy's dunk tape from high school, and you will be a believer. This guy is like nothing I've ever seen in my life, and I love Dude.
1: watching him play. I can't wait to watch him in I got in, I got in a heated... Instagram argument with a random dude. I never do this. I'm lying. I do this all the time. Yeah, I what? got into a That's heated. calling card. I got into a heated Instagram argument with this dude over Mac McClung because I went to a Georgetown like highlight tape, and he was you know he was dunking in some but some random dude some fucking Joe from God knows where. He's like he's not flying like he did in high school, and I, I dude I jumped all over him dude, like fuck you bro. You're what? just hating in the comments. Yeah, in the comments, man. It went, dude, it went on for like an hour. I'm, dude, I'm so far on the Mac McClung train. Damn. If you're
0: listening to this, do not tell Spencer that that is actually my Instagram burner account because he did go for like an hour. I just kept getting <laughs> riled up, dude. Uh, but yeah, I think obviously Mac
1: McClung going to Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. So. Literally every time Mac McClung's name is in the news, we're going to be talking about it from here on out. And he shall he's, henceforth be he called Big Mac. Yeah, free my boy Mac, dude. He's out of Georgetown. He's good. Hashtag that. Big Mac's Texas forever. Hashtag Big Mac, dude. Uh, and I got nothing else. I got nothing else either, man. That was a good
0: episode. It was a decent episode. I'm just so stoked to get back to my dynasty, dude. I cannot wait. You know That's what you're doing names? after this? Probably. Straight to the house? Probably maybe do some swiping. I don't know. I miss sports. Put your uh put your Tinder in Texas. Do a little swiping. No, I'm gonna leave that state for Mac. That state ain't big enough for the. Brothers. Yeah, yeah.
1: You got no chance, dude.
0: All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Episode 15, Hot Grits Podcast. Hashtag HGP on social media channels at Podcast Grits or on Twitter. Uh, Hot at Gmail dot com to get in touch with us. Um. Uh, share, rate, subscribe, please. Uh, you guys listening to this, it means a lot more than you know. Uh, 15 episodes in, like I, I, you know, I don't know how, if we're getting better, if we're getting worse, if it's working or not, but I'm enjoying it. And I know most people that start podcasts or try to start podcasts don't get past the third episode. Um, yeah. And we're and, there. We're and way past I told that. you guys in the beginning that uh, that ain't going to be this. Yeah. Uh, and so. Hopefully, at some point in time, we'll be able to talk about actual sports. One our sports <laughs> podcasts. We created a podcast at the worst
1: time, dude. Hilarious. In of course, that happened to us. Only me and you could start a sports podcast, and then two two weeks later, the world ends. I still think the Houston Astros awesome. were involved in this somehow. Yeah, because no one remembers the sign stealing. It's just forever gone. Uh, we're gonna I, make sure the world doesn't don't. forget about that. That's yeah. the first thing we bring up whenever the whenever the coronavirus is over. We're gonna
0: get the, all the Astros. And and we're gonna put them in a room, and we're gonna stick a moderate shot in there, and then we're
1: just gonna lock the door, and never let anyone any of them out. A moderate shot is probably behind the Houston Astros thing. Those who can can, or whatever the fuck he said. You good with that trap? Get your feet off my table. Yeah, for real.
0: All right, thank you guys for listening. Uh, until next time, stay safe and wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.